What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and... The Shiznit. Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Reilly. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Kenda. Good afternoon, family. Good afternoon, Wheezy. I'm just here so I don't get fined. (laughs) (laughs) You better know it. Good afternoon, Charlie Bell. Hit on, I'm here to dab on them. <laughs> Dabbing on these hoes. All right. All right. So we got the crew all back together again. Back together. Hey. So oh. No, not boo. Not boo. Riley, we happy Charlie Bell's back. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Who boo? Who boo? You ain't right. That was, Dino, that you know was Riley. Riley's you know a hater. Riley don't want to let me be great. <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. <laughs> and... This is the first show in a minute where I haven't felt sick. So that's that's another what's Yay. up good thing. Woo, yes, I am so glad. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know, I'll stay well for a minute because I've been telling you guys I've been, you know, getting sick and well and sick and well, just off again, off again, on again thing mm-hmm. for a minute. So hopefully I'm back to normal and I won't be sick anymore. I've washed all my blankets and my, my dark baker robe and all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, hopefully that does the trick. But um, so what is up? Super Bowl Sunday. Woo-hoo. Yes, sir. Yes, yes right. Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, Kendra, what's been up with you? You ready? Who you who you going for in the Super Bowl? You know, I'm. You're, I, who? Who? Who you, you going? You know what? Fuck Peyton Manning. Lay the 
enough about these teams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's very difficult when you're a diehard fan to kind of change your allegiance for a game. Now, I'll yeah, us Laker fans don't know nothing about that. Exactly. Nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> we don't know nothing about that up in here. <laughs> I'm sure you don't, because you know what it's like to win championships. But anywho, um, well, we used while to I lick my wounds today and watch the game. Um, I, you know what? I, I, I like Peyton Manning, and I like uh, this young man, Cam, Cam Newton, who is arguably the best football player in the NFL right now, and an African-American, no doubt, no and doubt about hell. it. Oh, yes, he, yes, sir. Focus on what's important yes, here. Yes, sir, right. <laughs> fine right. as hell. <laughs> you know what? We, we need to start talking about some women's sports so we can do that. Because <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> The pink powder buff ball or some shit. I'm rooting for the pink panthers, Why baby. Why do you think they wear the tight pants? You I know. don't think okay. it's for your enjoyment, do you? I mean, come on now. Because every time we talk about football and basketball, Charlie Bell just be going having a field day. I mean, I'm be, jealous. Don't be mad because patriarchy works out in our favor once in a while. Every Whatever. once in a while. <laughs> I think I'm torn because I, I really, I've always been a, a huge Peyton Manning fan since he played way back when in college and was the top quarterback there. And, and I also know he's at the end of his career right now and looking at some injuries yeah, um, that are career ending. So is. I kind of want him to win. But of course, I got root for the brother. What are you saying to me? Go, Cam. Go. Thank you. Thank you for coming around. <laughs> What I heard was <laughs> that she won't be too disappointed if Peyton Manning wins. I won't. I'm like, you know, I like them both. I'm not, I certainly won't. My, my heart won't be beating during this game. No, that's what, for sure. What I heard was fuck Whitey. That's right. What I heard. Oh, wait. That's not what you said? What you that's said? not what you said. <laughs> okay. Dang, man. <laughs> But I went to the um, Pan African um, Film Festival, film festival oh, this nice. week, so really? that was cool. Yeah, that so was... you watched Fuck Whitey there. Uh... You know what? <laughs> Plenty of that. Plenty of it. <laughs> the documentary <laughs> and yeah. the... that was a sequel to Kill. No, the sequel was Kill Whitey. <laughs> Over 150 films on display there. So, yeah, that's what's up, y'all. See. Screw Whitey, fuck Whitey, and kill Whitey. <laughs> And then the post quote, what happened to Whitey? (laughs) 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 Don't call me Ningong. Whitey. Okay, so. uh, We can always pause for a slide. (laughs) For some slide. What about you, Whitey? uh, Whitey. I mean, Wheezy. (laughs) What about you, Wheezy? Wow. Right and slip. I know you've never been called that before. Right, for sure. Oh, man. You know, I, well, you know, I, uh, you know, the Broncos are in the Bay Area and uh, they're facing a, a, a Black Panther named Newton. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey. So they probably think they're facing Oakland. So uh, much. They, <laughs> yep. they're going to be fired up for uh, they're going to be fired up for the game. I got my orange on. Uh, my uncle's. I'm, I'm wearing the orange for my uncle. My uncle's a real big Bronco fan. Aww. And it seems like everybody. Uh, it seems like my friends are all Bronco fans. So I'm rooting for the Broncos. Although uh, my head, if I were a gambler, if I had to put money on it, uh, it definitely. Uh, I definitely put money on Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Carolina's. Well, the Broncos have the better defense. But Carolina has a very strong defense, mm-hmm. and they can they can do a lot of things on offense. So I think they're going to be more trouble for. I, th- I think everything has to go right for Denver to win, and I think uh, I think Carolina has a larger margin for error, mm-hmm. and they can do more things. So I'm in my head. I'm going with uh, I'm going with uh, 
Cam and I'm going with Newton in the in the uh, Black Panther party. Thanks for that expert commentary, <laughs> Damon Stanford. I, I should have done that in my Howard Cosell voice. <laughs> Charlie Bell, we know you're going for Cam Newton. So what you been up to All since right. we've seen you? We haven't seen you in like forever. So what's been going on? He was giving you crickets, Charlie Bell. <laughs> I heard. Ooh, I be I be listening. See, you know what I'm saying? I be listening. But I had your back. First girl. of all, first of all, why why the fuck you snitching? <laughs> Snitches get stitches. How is she snitching when the shit is on the internet? <laughs> because the one she, that was snitching. I don't know if she you was snitching. On yourself. No, that was snitching. I, I, I was stating the obvious. I, I call it more like instigating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll which is that? That I, I will take that. It was still I it mean, was snitching, but insti- I was I was settled for that. But either either way, how the fuck you snitching on me? What the fuck? <laughs> sit your ass in the corner somewhere. I mean, no barbecue for you. I feel like sni- I feel like instigating is one of the like resume skills that got her hired onto That's the right. show. So how can you? It's about to get her fired. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Charlie Bell, what's been up? What's been up? What's been going on? Man, Whew, what hasn't been going on? Well, first of all... <clears throat> if Only my- if it's interesting. If it ain't interesting, fuck it, then tell us about Cam Newton. Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> I could, but I'm not no, going to. Um, I'm getting over being sick, mm. and um, because I have to admit, I got sick on an epic two-week trip. Aww. Wait a minute. Are you not? You know what? <laughs> Can you let me I get was, to the interest? I was into the story. You have to tell a story. You got to tell it. Let me get that to That was for y'all getting so, and her dry snitching. <laughs> <laughs> so the first part of the epic trip. <laughs> so, so the first part of the epic trip was to see my grandmother, who just turned 93. Yes, wow. grandma. Her life is epic. Seemed like she just turned 92. Exactly. Last year. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's the way I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened? But but given you know the time is slipping away, I decided you know what I got to take the opportunity to start videotaping her talk. Mm-hmm. So I did start that, mm. and it's amazing. Her life mm. scope is so epic. I mm-hmm. mean, when you think about it, her grandmother was a slave. You know, mm-hmm. she helped. She was a, a soldier mm. in the army. She helped defeat wow. um, Hitler. She was wow. the only all woman yes. um, battalion that went overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, the only all black women's battalion mm-hmm. ever. And, um, you know, then she, all all that to, you know, helping Obama get elected. So Mm -hmm. what made me like pull out the, I see a book or a movie here. This is what I'm saying. Okay, this is what's up. So what made me pull out the video camera was, and she's like, oh yeah, like we're just sitting there having champagne and Thai food. That was this birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, the first time I saw Ella Fitzgerald Mm -hmm. when I was 16. Yeah. And I'm like, so then of course there's a story there. So she Mm -hmm. just starts, it's just amazing. My grandfather was a jazz musician. So, you know, she's got epic stories just about like the Central Avenue jazz. Bring that video over. Yeah. So we can check it out. I have it. Um, So that was the first part of the trip. And then I got um, a last minute, like, invitation to Mexico, my home. So I someday I want to be rich. But the next best thing to being rich is having rich friends. Mm -hmm. So the homegirl. Generous rich friends. Generous Mm. rich friends. The homegirl rented for her 40th birthday a villa. Wow. Turn up. The beach. What? Turned down for what? It right, because she was turned all we the was, way up. We was all turned all the way up, which is probably why I got sick. Mm-hmm. But that's anyway. <laughs> but I mean, this villa—it made the Jamaican villa look like the hood. It was—it mm-hmm. was opulent. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, like rich people are living a whole different reality than mm-hmm. we are. But mm-hmm. the best part of the trip was like, as I'm sitting in the you know the 
second jacuzzi, the second one, <laughs> the second jacuzzi, and you know, looking at the yachts in the background, and you know, I'm just like, I just was like, you know what? This is that moment when you're a little kid and you fantasize about what adult parties are going to be. This is the fucking party you're thinking about. It's up. like I'm going to be in another country with all my friends, and we're going to be fucked up, and people are going to bring us stuff all Turn day. Up. And what? We- <laughs> my life is going to be a Jay Z video. It was the whole freaking time. Yes. The whole time was at the villa was literally it was a jay-z video i was like it was epic so did did you run into sean penn and interview any drug mexican drug lords no they don't this is like like we said charlie bell always getting her party on oh yeah (laughs) my charlie bell likes to party all the time party all the time party all the time she lets her hair down (laughs) so all right cool that was real cool so before going further, I uh, owe the listeners. We owe, owe you an apology. No, there was no show last week because not because we were slacking and taking days off or whatever. We actually showed up and mm-hmm. did a show. Well, we were m- well th- three fourths of us, and um, there we had technical difficulties. There was a storm here last week, and it knocked the power out. And when it knocked the power out at the end of the show, of course, we had like ten minutes to go. For like one second. It knocks the show. Yeah, it knocks the power off for one second, and it was just enough to damage the file. And so we lost the show. And uh, so sorry about that, guys. It is what it is. Shit happens, you know, technology and all that. Technology. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're back. We're back again. And that was the reason why you had no show from us last week, which would have been uh, show 99. But now this show is 99 and next week will be 100. All right. So get ready. All right. Valentine's Day. So there you go. (laughs) The Valentine's Day show. Oh, man. Like I said, I'm glad I'm not. I'm just glad I'm not sick. But what else I was going to tell you guys about? Oh, (laughs) 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 I I'm more. More black restaurant beef. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it continues. First of all, did you even order the beef? And it continues. <laughs> you don't need no teeth okay. to eat my beef. <laughs> uh, once again, the, the taste of the food is never the problem. That's not, well, you know, I wouldn't say never in some places, I guess, but none of the places I go. Right. Um, so <laughs> there's this, this soul food place right here called Mama's, right? Of course, it's soul food. Mama's Chicken. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, we're actually going to have uh, Mama's Chicken uh, links for today at the Super Bowl right. party. Hey. So, yeah, she, she's famous for her, her chicken and turkey links, and uh, people come from all over to get them. But the thing is, what you have to go through when you go in there. Okay, now, Mama's is it's, it's a little bit, it's a lot going on in this little place. It's a, it's a little bitty restaurant in the back, back, okay? It's a little restaurant. They got a little menu, and you can get different things off of there. And you can also. Go back there and get a box of, you know, your chicken links or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Now the rest of the store, um, there's, they got like baked, fresh baked goods going on, and then they have like a mini mart going on, oh, wow. right? Now the register is as soon as you walk in the front door, you go straight ahead. There's the register, and then like I said, the restaurant and the links are all the way in the back, right? Well, they don't have a register in the back. Right, and there's this is the system, and I knew this retarded system was the system for the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that this retarded ass system was the same system if I just wanted to go pick up a case of links. <laughs> so when I went to go pick up a case of links for us for today, I'll go back there and I 
you know, and the guy's, can I help you? And I'm like, I'd like a case of links, please. And then he writes his little <laughs> ticket down and he gives me the ticket. And that's it. And I'm like, what about the links? He's like, oh, you have to go pay first. So I have to go all the way back mm-hmm. to the front of the store, pay, and then go all the way back to the back of the store and then pick up my links and then go all the way back up to the front of the store to leave again. <laughs> and that is the same exact system they use when you buy something from the little restaurant. Mm. You, you, <clears throat> you buy something, they write it out, they, you got to go to the front, they charge you, then you go to the back, and then they prepare it, and then you can get your stuff to go. They're just trying to get you to work up an appetite. And I'm like... Y'all really need to put they a register in the back. Your food. And he's like, oh, that's not going to happen. I'm like, why not? Well, too too efficient? Makes too much sense? <laughs> like, why Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't, you know? Or either that or, like, at least you're not going to trust. I mean, you got, you can't trust your customers to go to the front with the links to pay for them. I mean, you know, they have to take everything else from the mini mart to up to the counter to mm-hmm. pay for. Why are the links different? I mean, somebody really going to run out with the, the links? I mean, Probably. I don't know. <laughs> so that's I don't know that's crazy it's just crazy it's retarded and it it's like yeah that's exactly what happened but, uh, <laughs> well anyway. I unfortunately had a similar <clears throat> experience just what you were talking about on the last show I went to a place I'm not gonna name it cause I was so hot and <laughs> so fucking hot but this place has I what I personally think is the best barbecue in LA, wow. mm-hmm. and their ribs are fire. That, that place you took me to? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. That place is closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It is. Yeah. They cl- yeah. R.I.P. Tasty Q. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But um, so the ribs are just—they're so bomb. I mean, this is a barbecue rib place. Mm-hmm. Right. Why did I get there? Sit my ass down. I'm already salivating, salabering, and got the thing i got the the napkin wrapped around my neck like you know like i'm about to give you a haircut and the lady comes she's like we don't have ribs or rib tips <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold up. <laughs> right, that's what I said. I said. That's like the Jamaican shop without the jerky. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Right. And I'm looking like it's a barbecue trap spot. <laughs> exactly. You I'm guys like, need to stop going to eat at places that are fronts for drugs. I know. And go to real restaurants. That know. is no problem. I know. Stop I, going to the fronts. Go to the crazy. real. Go to right. the real restaurants. I was salty as fuck. <laughs> salty. You guys, anybody? Well, probably. I think you probably might have been here more than anybody. Uh, any of you guys been to Plan Check? Mm-mm, not yet. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, it's a real trendy spot. Uh, my wife apparently had been wanting to take me for a while. She wanted to take me for my birthday <laughs> last year, but apparently I, you know, caught an audible or something like that. So she was really hyped about going this year. Um, she never mentioned the place to me, uh, but I've I've been a couple times. I don't like the place, but everybody mm. else and and their mama like it. Mm. But uh, so she took me there Friday for my birthday, and I just went ahead and just went and just sucked it up because <clears throat> we could have left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like twelve people ahead of us. It was a Friday night and all that, and but I figured I would never hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I better just go ahead and just suck it up and go or whatever but yeah i'm not crazy about it they they get to <coughs> that's one of those places that 
they try to they try to get too fancy with the food. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know the kimchi on the sandwich and the, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And, oh wait, I have been there. I'm lying. Yeah. I did I did go there. I just didn't have the burger, which is what they're famous for. Right? Yeah, they they have a. I the first time I went, I had their chicken, and I didn't like that. They had it was it was like not actual chicken pieces, right? They mm-hmm. they cut it up and it's deboned and. Mm-hmm. It's Mm-mm. you know got this white gravy all over it. It's, uh, I didn't like it. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the the fact that they try to get too fancy with shit for one. And it's like you don't need to do all that with with to make good food. Like you know you can make good food right. I mean I understand you <laughs> want to be want to be gourmet and cutting edge and do something a little different. So do a little something different here and there, but don't go <coughs> so over the board with everything. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I don't like their flavor combinations, you know. Yeah. So the burger we had, I had uh, me and my wife had the same burger. It was like this blue cheese burger, and it was a lot of blue cheese. And you know, you don't need a lot of blue cheese. No, it's an accent. Right, blue cheese. Right, exactly. <coughs> they had a ton of blue Excuse cheese me. on there, and then it had like this candied uh, bacon, which was great, but it didn't go with the blue cheese, especially that much of it, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't. It know. was a candied what? Candied bacon. Oh, yeah, that doesn't even sound right. Right, it, with blue cheese. Yeah, and those flavors don't go. I can't see exactly them going exactly. But it might it may have you may have been able to pull it off had you just just used a hint of blue cheese. But they used they used a lot. Yuck. Yeah. So anyway, so that's my little complaint about the white place. I have to give equal you know <laughs> equal uh, bitching. I can't just bitch about the black people. Equal opportunity bitching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. All right. You know what? Um, <clears throat> we are. Uh, let's see, we're supposed to talk to Solange today. So let's see if we can catch her. Hello, Solange Sanchez. You're on the air live with the Shiznit Show. What up, girl? Dina, how are you guys doing? I'm so excited. We're excited. (laughs) (laughs) So glad to finally catch you. We can talk to you on air. Yeah, so nice. What are you guys guys up to? Oh, nothing much. Just doing a little show called The Shiznit Show. (laughs) That's about it. Oh, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, no, it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, we're in here complaining about our least favorite restaurants. We're complaining about our favorite restaurants. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're just complaining what, what in general. Uh huh. Well, if it's your, what do you mean? They're your favorite restaurants, but you, you guys well, are. Uh, we we why, like you're not happy with them. Well, we like the food, but we like to get treated bad because yeah. we keep going back to places with bad service because the food is good, Solange. <laughs> <laughs> but the service wait wait but the service is bad yeah it's like we're in an abusive relationship right. with our favorite restaurants oh my God. like you know they say average woman goes back about 14 times right yeah you know we just can't stop right. but the meat is so good when they finally give it to I you I mean in the but right way that's what right. she said up right. Just right exactly oh my God. exactly hilarious. Charlie so Bell is always sprung on the meat <laughs> Charlie Bell is always, always trying to get more meat. Oh my god, it's so funny, but it's so true because there's so many things you just can't stop going. Mm. Like there's certain places that I love, but I won't stop going there. I'll just be really upset for you know a couple of days. Exactly, um, like an abusive relationship. So, so Solange, what do you what do you got going on for Super Bowl Sunday? 
You know, it's funny. I actually don't, I'm not going to a party or anything like that tonight because I was supposed to go to an event, um, which has nothing to do with Super Bowl. But I'm actually kind of jealous because, one, I know you guys are all doing something for today. Yeah, we're about to get our um, grub so on. I'm kind of just like excited. Like I'm excited with anyone that's letting me know that they're having some sort of dinner or party. So I kind of, so maybe after I will. Um, I'm kind of sort of just getting back to uh, to normal. I, I had a couple of weeks off. I had this sort of like a small injury. Right. And, um, it put me out for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. small. It looked pretty yeah. big. I was going to ask you, how you is thought- the, how, how's that going? How are you feeling? Well, it's going well. I didn't want to be like a, I didn't want to be that person, right? Like a bummer. Be like, well, I have this one hand, but it was actually not not small. It was pretty big, and it, it's coming along and it's healing really fine. So thank you guys all for your for your great wishes because I saw that and that was that made me feel super great when people actually like understand that you're going through something. Um, but but it's healing just fine. It's coming. It's it's coming along and it's coming in there. So um, I think I'll be fine. I'm, I'm starting to get everything going now. So it's nice. It's back to work and it's back to which isn't really work. Um, Doing the interviews for you guys are just hilarious. They're so funny. <laughs> you know, because I get to meet, oh, my God, I get to meet all these people. And for some reason, you guys, like, when you when you talk to people about certain sexual topics, you like, I'm kind of surprised to see men really open up to talk about things. There you go. Really? So it's crazy. Maybe yeah, it's just your effect you're a powerful, men. Because you're a powerful woman. That's oh, right. my <laughs> God. It's crazy. Very fun. And they make me laugh. Uh oh, Solange, you know, you're, you're starting to uh, you're starting to break up, sweetie. So we're going to let oh, you go. Okay. And uh, thanks so okay. much for dropping in and thanks, saying hi. And later on, oh. later on, we will be playing your your segment. So yeah. um, we okay, will folks. we will be in touch. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. See bye. You, Have a great night. Talk bye, to you Solange. soon. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, Dino. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> All right. Woman on the street, Solange Sanchez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's a streetwalker. <laughs> but only for us. Yeah, only for us, yes. Oh, wait, does that make you know, us pimps? pimps? Yeah. <laughs> wait, I don't like that. Pretty much. Well, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Big Daddy Red. It's long, di- long distance relationships. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's get into these topics. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. <clears throat> Sundance roars for a black film. Fox yeah. Searchlight bids seventeen million. So, for those of you who don't know, um, there is a film called, or a, a, a new film, shall we say, um, called Birth of a Nation. Um, as opposed to the original film, which had me very confused because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these titles and stuff online and I'm seeing everywhere, you know, Birth of a Nation, $17 million, and, you know, Fox Searchlight bids highest bidder for black film and this and that. And I'm like, what? You're like, I'm, I'm like so confused because I'm like, I'm like, well, we did study it in black history, but it's not really a black film. You're like, like Donald Trump done release <laughs> the, this Klan film and I'm he's like, making money off of it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm so confused. I'm like, fuck it. Let me read this article and <laughs> see what's going on. And so that's when I discovered, oh, there's a new film about Nat Turner with the same name as the Klan's film that's uh, so uh, a big part of uh, black history and film history. So yeah, I had to study that that film on two fronts: uh, history and film history and black history, because it's significant in, in uh, both of those uh, genres. And um, now they have this this new one with uh, 
Nate uh, Parker. Nate Parker mm-hmm. called uh, Birth of a Nation about the the uprising, the slave revolt that was led by Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. For those of you out there who don't know, uh, Birth of the Nation was a film by D.W. Griffith mm-hmm. uh, around the uh, early part of the uh, 20th century. 1915. 1915, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's basically, it's that particular film uh, was based on a book called The Klansman. Uh, in it, it's about... It's basically about uh, the post-construction era South. Reconstruction. Reconstru- I'm sorry, both. Yeah. The Reconstruction uh, era South. Post-construction. <laughs> We're still in post-construction on that bitch. Re- the South is still under construction. Reconstruction South and how the uh, Klansmen saved the South from carpetbaggers and uppity niggers. Yes. Um, Rapists. Yeah. But uh, while the subject mm-hmm. matter uh, – and the subject matter did get uh, attention. The NAACP did uh, protest uh, heavily at, at that time. Uh, <laughs> Back and, when we were still colored people. Uh, and uh, and uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a film that Woodrow Wilson called uh, History True Writ, which tells you all you need to know about Woodrow Wilson. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's, also, it's also the beginning of the modern film mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, shooting techniques go. Uh, just about every uh, every new technique that was used in that film is still used today. Uh, so that's why it's such an important film, and that's mm-hmm. why Dino and I and I, 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 when we heard that title, we went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. no, all, all of it. Um, but I mean, it's a very it's Nate Parker. I mean, obviously he used that intentionally. Yeah, it's, it was supposed it's to be a, ironic. It's Absolutely. a meta. Yeah. It's a meta usage of the term, and mm-hmm. you know that movie right. not only was it, did it launch like modern Hollywood as mm-hmm. we think of it, and mm-hmm. but it was also credited if you mm. want to call it that mm. with kind of the resurgence of the clan um mm. in you know and the whole wave of lynchings mm. that mm. happened up through the 30s mm. and 40s um, in the south through you know Jim Crow mm. and um yeah it's it's a it's a powerful statement i can't wait to see the film i haven't yeah. seen it but i will say this like you know i know you Dino don't give too much of a fuck about Quentin Tarantino yeah, I mean, I guess that's a fair assessment. I'm, 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 I, w- I wouldn't quite go that far, but you're not far from it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I somewhat enjoyed Django, even though it was extremely problematic. I, I like Django. I like Django, but I like Django. I, I, like I said, I enjoyed it, but it was mm-hmm. problematic, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I was the one who didn't like Django. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. We hated it. <laughs> hated it. Hated it. And the main thing he was snapping he, all over though, the place. Even though they had all those big sexy men, <laughs> men try, trying to kill each other with that hard wood, <laughs> with that hard African uh, wood, uh, oh, trying to bail. <laughs> You better shut your mouth, girl. <laughs> no, but I'll say, like, when I walked out of Django, I was kind of like, why is this white man mythologizing, you know, these heroic, this heroic mm-hmm. slave? Mm-hmm. I'm like, can somebody just make the real fucking Django, which is like mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman, mm-hmm. you know, Nat Turner, mm-hmm. uh, Tucson Louverture. Like, mm-hmm. we have real slave or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. anti-slave i should say mm-hmm. heroes mm-hmm. and so i'm i'm super excited this is definitely the movie uh that i've been waiting for and nate parker wrote 
starred in and directed this movie and like you said it's like he's taking the original version and and turning and, it and turning it right on its head mm-hmm. you know and so it'd be interesting to see and he by the way spoke uh yesterday at the uh pan-african film festival mm-hmm. i didn't get in my friend got a ticket oh yeah that was... it was packed it was sta- and then my friend had to leave Wait, he did got you tell ticket. them that you were there representing the show i mean show? you know what i'm saying like i should have been able to just get in as a journalist but i didn't think about that you know what she, I, I think right. she, i think yeah, i think what she said was do you know who i am i mean like she said do you know who the fuck I am? Oh, no. And it's, said, it's, it's, nobody. <laughs> Which is the Burt Williams story. <laughs> and my oh, friend who's a great playwright. He's a phenomenal African-American playwright. He actually got in, but it was standing room only and they wouldn't allow it. So he had to leave in the end. But mm-hmm. everyone who watched it, it went over two hours, said it was amazing. And he basically talked to African and black filmmakers and said, listen, stop going to the typical people for your money to make your films. He's like, what I did was I found people who were interested in the subject matter I'm doing. Mm-hmm. There's rich Africans, rich mm-hmm. Arabs, rich other people outside of the United States that have money and will produce films. So I thought that was a very powerful takeaway that people had. Just wanted to throw that well, in. Well, how, how long did it take him to, uh, to make this film? I don't know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't in there, but that's mm-hmm. certainly, I'm sure he addressed that. Um, actually, you, you know, it, it took him, I think he, I think it was seven years. Wow. Seven years, wow. seven years to... to but a lot of that was financing, and right, right, right. Exactly. The actual shoot was like a month or two, okay. or something like that. Yeah. Real well, short. Yeah, well, just you know, filmmaking in general. I mean, you hear about stuff that's been in in uh, in uh, development for years, right? So even even the stuff that's like it's on the shelf, that, yeah, it's just on the shelf, or or they're uh, you know they got the script and they're rewriting the script. They have people attached. They lose people. It, it's filmmaking's a, a, a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, this is a big deal, as, as Dino mentioned in the beginning. Seventeen million dollars, Fox Searchlight, but mm. it was uh, Netflix. I understand actually bid more right. for the film. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a record. A record. Uh, so that's a huge deal for this black director, writer, and actor. Yeah, uh, here, and he, so. it uh, cost him ten million to make. So yeah. he's already made oh, he's his money back. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and it's and, not. And some. It's not a record for black films, right? It's a record. It's for record. Su- at it's this, a record for Searchlight for Sundance. Right for Sundance. So, I mean, there's, like, white tears galore behind this shit. Oh, like, yeah. people are mad. I mean, this is awesome. I can't wait. Big deal. Right. All right. So, in other news, Marshawn Lynch has something <laughs> in common with Jay Leno. Can you guys guess what it is? What? Uh, go, go, Kinda, go. Go. He's got a chin. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say the chin. He's got a big-ass chin. <laughs> like a pelican? I don't know. Oh, got a pelican. Oh, 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 oh. I, I don't know. You said you said he keep fish in that moment. I didn't say that. You keep you said Marshawn Lynch keep fish in his gullet. That's what you just said. See, I had her back a second ago, but I have to get back on Dino's team right now. That's what you get. That's what you get. See, that's why you don't never get off my team. Show late. Now you learn. I bet right about now, Kendra's like, I don't give a fuck about Charlie Bell. <laughs> Charlie Bell's like a 40 degree day. What? Damn. What? I know. Haters. What? Haters don't want to see me be great. Let me shine. I didn't know you was famous, though, Charlie Bell. Well, now you Go, know. girl. Maybe I do sound need to write that to- coat sound like, sound like Riley went through puberty. <laughs> puberty. And retirement. All at once. Nah, this, this, what they have in common is Marshawn Lynch 
like Jay Leno, has not spent any of his salary that he's got from playing football. Now, Jay Leno didn't play football, right. but he had a salary, a very... He never took home any a, money a, from The Tonight Show. A very, show. very healthy salary from the, twi- from the Tonight Show, which he never spent. He only used... Jay Leno only... Uh, he lived off the money he made off going on the road and doing mm-hmm. corporate gigs and endorsements, his, whatever. anything. Other, other revenue sources. Other, other revenue sources. Marshawn Lynch, likewise, has not... Uh, spent any of his NFL income. He's only uh, been living off endorsements and other business ventures. Good for him. So yeah, give it up for that. That's that's like that's that's huge. I I, I like that dude now. That's uh, he's going to be. But that, <laughs> that's, that's why I don't want to get fined. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's why that I'm money. here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah, they said nine and nine seasons in the NFL. For those of who you don't know who he is, Seattle Seahawks, mm-hmm. and he is no doubt going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, so. well, and, and the other thing is, yeah. I mean, he's 29, so he's... And he's, ready to retire, they ready, said. Ready to retire, yeah. yeah. $50 million. $50 million, And mm-hmm. lived off of basically about $5 million a year. Good for And his him. endorsements, Nike and some of the other um, Real good for companies. Him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think that, that needs to be... I think that, that gets great buy on $5 million <laughs> a year. <laughs> they need to offer that as a course for a first-year uh, rookie NFL. Well, well, that, well that's the problem with a lot of athletes yeah. is... They get a lot of money and they spend a all lot of the money, money. All, yeah. more yeah. than the money they yeah. have. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember. I, uh, I remember uh, Eve uh, talking about when when she you know first started making money that you know her managers would tell her that she was the only one who paid attention to them. Now, this would, would this wow. be Adam's Eve or Eve the rapper? <laughs> Eve the rapper. Or, oh, okay. or Eve who married the billionaire <laughs> magnet. <laughs> yeah, which is also, saying, which is also really a good way to, to make money. money. Right, yeah. yeah. Really. No, that one. Mm. She didn't even have to move to Saudi Arabia. She mm. learned a few things. <laughs> but she moved somewhere over yeah, to Europe. Yeah, yeah, well, that, a white billionaire um, magnet. Yeah, European, yeah, I should say. Yeah, yeah, so, at least she didn't have to put on a burqa like Janet Jackson. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And be in hiding for about four or five years. But even Janet can even rock a burka. I'm sorry. She probably still, still looks fine good. as hell. You'll still see her booty through the... the oh, uh, uh, and the titties. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sleep on the titties now. Then they got some tig old bitties. That, that reminds me... Uh, 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 Super Bowl memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was... It was this day in right. black history that <laughs> Janet Jackson invented the wardrobe malfunction. And Justin Timberlake threw under the bus. Exactly. And along uh, came you two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. <laughs> Proven that necessity is the mother invention. <laughs> but I'm bumped. <laughs> so wait, though. So you were saying that, that Eve, Eve uh, manager. Yeah, basically said that, you know, you know she, uh, the manager managed all these hip-hop artists. Mm-hmm. And the manager was getting his or hers. I don't remember if it was a male or female. She said Eve was the only one who saved her money. Uh, Eve was the mm-hmm. only one who listened to wow. the financial advice uh, from her manager. Mm-hmm. And so even though, she, you know, she's, you know, well off in a way that none of us can even imagine, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she was going to be she was going to be OK no matter what. Because right. she she basically was. And you don't even have to be that thrifty. I mean, you can live a, a you know, right. Lynch $5 million a year. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Spartan lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe Eve learned something from her childhood. Wasn't she on, on her own early, left home early and all that? She's and a really stripper. Had to, yeah. Like Amber know? Rose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, some, but you know, sometimes people, when they come from nothing, mm-hmm. they think they have to get Change. everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know they they don't understand you. I, I can only drive one car at a time. I can only live yep. in one house at a time. I can only mm-hmm. the, and, and the money and it, the money's not gonna and they don't believe that the money's gonna ever end. Right. That's the that's the part right yeah. there that yeah. kills them. 
Well, I hope, I or mean, they think it's going to end and they're just going to enjoy while it lasts. Uh, that's you true. Know, sometimes they have that attitude, I think. I mean, I have met, I mean, this obviously isn't to do necessarily with lots of, well, yeah, it kind of mm-hmm. is, like with drug dealers, like mm-hmm. young kids who mm-hmm. might make a lot of money early, mm-hmm. and they're like, I've talked to young guys who are like, well, I didn't expect to live past 21 or 25 yeah. or whatever, they so they're like, fatal, fuck it. They have a you know? fatalistic Yeah, a fatalistic uh, attitude, yeah. so, yeah. I mean. There's, a, there's another athlete, though, too, that's definitely going to be okay. Um, that I, I know that is a... Uh, he he doesn't have a lot of endorsements at the right now, um, and uh, I'm sure he'll get some. But his father is basically his his financial advisor and and manager and making sure. I mean, he's got him uh, basically on a, an allowance. You guys know who that is? Uh, Clay Thompson. That's the one. No Good for yeah. him. Yep, Michael Thompson. Him. Michael Thompson. Michael yeah. Thompson got that nigga on a leash. Yeah, he got that he, West Indian. He get like he get like five hundred thousand a month or yeah. some shit. He some, got that West Indian something, daddy. Something that's like crazy, like low for an NBA player, but right. like still crazy high for the rest of us. Right. <laughs> Good but, for him. But yeah, he he's got a little allowance that he gets, and uh, the rest of it is going straight to the bizank. <laughs> yep. Good for him. Yeah, good for him and Marshawn Lynch. All right. So, um, in other news, how to eat Swaggy P, a magical <laughs> guide for evolved people. Ooh, let me get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave, leave this one up to Amber. Amber, this is, this is your territory. Oh, don't <laughs> act like I invented it. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, wait, Kenda. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave the floor to her on this. <laughs> well, what? Don't put me on the spot, Dino. What did I just say? I'm saying I'm put. <laughs> nigga, you on the spot? You on the sh- <laughs> you on the shiznit spot? No, according to this story, somebody else needs to be on the spot. But hey, <laughs> are we, are we talking? We're just talking about the spot, <laughs> right? But I'm fucked. So am I too? Now, see, I already knew that you. This would be a little bit much for you to tackle as the only woman by yourself, which is why I specifically waited for Charlie oh, Bell to come back. Lord, yeah. Because uh, I had a, a feel. Oh my God, she got a selfie stick in the studio. Love Guys, it. I'm taking pictures. Good of Lord. Everybody has to know, <laughs> Dino. What we um, do? So, they need to know. They so, need to know how we do so in the it, studio. <laughs> it, it looks like uh, I was. I was probably right because somebody sounds very. Uh, Squeamish about the topic over there. So are we just I just it? think this is something that Charlie Bell can handle. She got this. Charlie Bell ain't the only woman this, on. This, uh, this Charlie is Bell a, is not the only person I on this show it, with I a swaggy pee. The baton to Charlie Bell. No, there's and no she, passing the <laughs> shit. Is that how you do it? You, you take the baton and then you pass it. <laughs> and they're like, here's a baton, <laughs> and that's not even a topic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah. everyone's swaggy pee to be free. <laughs> free your mind and your, your swaggy pee will, will follow. <laughs> okay, so that's we're gonna there's fifteen steps. Okay. And we're gonna uh we're gonna run Just through these. Get my pen. I'm never too old to learn and <laughs> number one. Weezy's got his notepad and his pen out. And this is written by women, uh, just so you guys know. Tell her she is beautiful and mean it. That's step number one. Of course. Weezy, you can do that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a good actor. Ooh. <laughs> and that's why... 
Step number two. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's and that's back. why I'm alone. Let's go, step, let's go back to step number one real okay, quick. Let go. me just say the, the number one uh, factor in whether I can enjoy a romantic experience is whether I'm relaxed, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And so number one literally is one like the most important thing, sets the stage. Everything mm-hmm. else won't matter. Mm-hmm. You could be the most technically proficient. You could have a ninja degree, <laughs> PhD in coochie eating, mm-hmm. but if I'm not comfortable, it's mm-hmm. not going to work. So, okay, move on. Hmm. Number two, stop and appreciate her unique flower, just no, like right. everybody else's. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> No. Vaginas are like fingerprints. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I haven't seen two that look the same. I feel, I've seen, like, I feel like you see one titty, you see them all. I don't feel that about. I don't feel that way even about titties. No, I, 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 don't I know either. you don't, but I do. I, I don't. I don't but, feel that way about. I'm, yeah, I don't feel that way about anything. <laughs> no, I don't feel that way about, at all about any of it. Every woman's different. But it's funny, yeah. Number three. Women are more verbal. Talk to her, beautiful Swaggy P. <laughs> <laughs> now, I I was always taught never to talk with my mouth full. Well, you're not supposed to have anything in your mouth that you. This is oh, the pre- this is the, this this is is the prequel. Pre- this is this, this is the prelude. This is the prelude. Yeah, this, this is the warm up. This is foreplay, foreplay. This, this, oh, this, okay. yeah. <laughs> this is pregame. This is okay. The appetizer. Okay, this is pregame. <laughs> Before foreplay, <laughs> it's three play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me. I had music. <laughs> Do you mind? If I okay, so um, was it number four? Yeah. Number four. Lick her outer lips, inner lips, and find her clit. If you don't know where the clit is, then get a map. <laughs> or an anatomy book. <laughs> or a clue. <laughs> a clue. <laughs> Number five. Whenever you touch a woman's pussy, make sure your finger is wet. That's good advice. Yeah. That, yeah. That's vagina 101. Vagina 101. Yeah. Just so you guys know, Kenda is still in the studio. She's decided to like relegate herself to photographer at the moment. But <laughs> yeah, that was her popping her her lips, her her, her, her <laughs> smacking her. <laughs> well, we already know somebody's sending her dick pics at work, so it can't be that. Uh... <laughs> that's, that's private. That, that's private. That's private. <laughs> We haven't said anything personal so far. Just, I know exactly. Yeah. It's like the whole topic. It's her, a she, generic. It's a generic how-to guy. Yeah, the both the, apparently both the new girls got some breaking in that needs to be done because oh, when I when I brought up the topic to Shalon, she was like, "Oh my god, I can see her turn colors over the text." Oh damn. <laughs> so number six, tease her, please her, and approach her pussy slowly. Sneak up on it. (laughs) Yeah, don't rush. Rushing is bad. Rushing's always bad. Number seven, play with her. (laughs) It's like get a like like a game of 
of like Monopoly or something before, before you go in. Number eight, kiss her gently, then harder. Right. Don't progressively. Yeah. Don't start hard. That's always bad. You got to work your way up. Like it needs to definitely gentle pressure is. You have yep. to start everything gently, mm-hmm. and that's not just for pussy licking. I think this is just a good. Um, Guidance it's in general. For dealing with women in general. Then, yeah. You know. Start gently. And uh, sometimes for some women, harder is not good ever. True. They, yeah. they want gentle the whole yeah. way through. So yeah. Yeah. you got to know the woman. Yeah. And, and or you learn the woman. Yeah. And read the responses to right. what you do. Absolutely. And, you know, women, don't be afraid to tell your man, you know, what what you like. What, like you know, if, if it's not, if it doesn't feel good to you, let him know. Are you guys open to constructive criticism? Shit, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it has to proceed with caution. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're, this is, this is annoying. I have to stop. So, how can you be? What what would make? What's a way to kind of encourage you and give you guidance without killing the mood? You just uh, well, like well. First of all, let me say this. The male ego, at least my male ego, is not so fragile that if I happen to do something that hurts you, you that you can't say ouch or let me know right then and there. Like, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. anybody, well, even if his ego is that fragile, fuck him. Mm-hmm. You know, because if it hurts, or, or then... Don't, or don't fuck him. You know, <laughs> you need to, like, let him know. Like, right. ouch, nigga, right. don't be drilling no holes. <laughs> you know, turn on the light, I'll show you where you need to be. <laughs> um... But no, I, w- I would say just, just you know, just like you would bring up anything, any kind of delicate topic, you know, just, uh, you know, just, hey, oh, honey, baby, whatever. Can I tell you something, whatever? And, and then just break it down. I would prefer if, you know, and that doesn't really feel all that great or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it'd be nice if he hopefully he's mature enough and, you know, to an experience enough that he follows the cues that. You know, because the woman gives you cues, you know, and when you're learning somebody and you don't know, then her body and her her moans and her tones and different things. I mean, there there are signs that she is liking something and not liking something. And so when you get one of those negative cues, then, okay, stay away from that or slow down or go softer, you know, whatever you're doing. Put a reverse on it, yeah. right? You know, so cause I, and I know for me, it's like I hate it if I'm doing something that you know the person uh, the is woman, not enjoying. It's not enjoying. I'm right. like, well, you know, uh, let me know. I'm not, you know, this this is not something I I, I don't have a, a fetish for this. I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm trying. Oh, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. not for me. This is for you. Please, you. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put some ice on my tongue after this, so you know. <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Right. Still no comment from Kenda, huh? She's really protesting. She's, now you can play the cricket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's really just sitting this one out. Kenda. <laughs> you sound a lot like Charlie Bell over there <laughs> when she's not here. <laughs> Her Charlie Bell impersonation. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, so where are we now? Uh, number nine? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not like mm-hmm. a big fan of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, tongue fuck her. Wait, you're not a big fan of doing it, or you don't think it's a good advice? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of doing this uh, okay. part. Yeah, but it works for a lot of people. Yeah, it do, it does for a lot of people. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 
<clears throat> Number 10. Work her tip of the iceberg. I don't... Why? What? I don't understand that metaphor. Yeah, iceberg. Is, That's weird. Because, like, like, the I'm iceberg... Like, my lettuce? The iceberg... <laughs> most of the iceberg <laughs> is beneath the surface. Most of the iceberg is beneath the surface, so you just want to oh. get just want to get that little tip that's like right above the. Uh, okay, that makes uh, sense. Okay. Yeah. But you don't want it to be cold. It no. should be warm <laughs> by now. It should not be cold at this point. Oh, after my tongue has been in there, it better be warm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the point isn't so much about working the tip. I think the point is if you're going to get to the tip. It needs to. There has to be a lot of steps beforehand. Oh, yeah, it needs yeah. to be way back in the process, mm-hmm. like way later in the process. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then they say number eleven. Finger fuck her with two fingers. That's what they say. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I can't co-sign on this one. Two's a lot. Um, everyone's different. Yeah, every- I mean everyone is different, but right. I, but this is again back to what. And this would be like one of those cases where yes. it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. The, right. One one is sufficient. Right. Well, well, definitely don't start with two. Mm. That's that's for sure. Right. Start with work one your way up and work work your way up. But yeah, I don't know. I find that kind of odd coming from Charlie Bell, Size Queen. Um, <sighs> but you know she she's like Burger King. She wants to have it both ways. <laughs> Wait, hold on. First of all, I am That's not. I plead the fifth on size screen. I never. I don't think I ever copped to that or well, claimed you, that. You, you never You've specifically said thank you, Weasel. We've had lots of conversations here. Well, I didn't just pull that shit out my ass. Well, maybe you just well, so pulled out yours. <laughs> no, you never pulled anything out of my ass. That's for damn. That's one thing where I will definitely. I keep pulled two fingers. Ew, ew, oh, never, never that. Not never. Come on, if two is too many in the, in the other place, you know it's too many in that. Oh, Lord, Jesus, help me. Yeah, no, I don't, but, I don't, um, I don't go that route. To joints in the morning time. <laughs> no, but a penis is different than a, than a finger. I mean, for one, there's no nails on a penis. Well, I mean, oh, if it's healthy. Well, first of all, I would hope a, a, a dude's not got, don't have French tips and put tip in you. I mean, well, come on now. So, you just gave rings. somebody an idea. Why did you do that? Know. I bet you could. I bet you could. Like, you want French tips? Where? I, be, I bet you could search. For, there's probably a whole category for that on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, that's like kind of. I mean, that's one of the things to to be. You know, you got to be manicured and have low fingernails if you're going to be. You know, doing that. You can't be fingering a chick with French tips. That's that's just ridiculous. Yeah, don't do that. No, that's that's a no no. So I, I use mean, rib tips. So there's that, and then yeah, it's uh, obviously a, a, a finger is different than a penis, but two fingers are as wide as a, you know, a, 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 the, the size of a penis fit for a size queen. But I guess the point, my, without getting without getting too into too much detail, like size isn't the only thing that matters, in you know, with respect to yeah. Inside of you, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's texture. It's mo- It's Girls. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's so- it's shape. It's Girls. a lot of things. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know how many things. I mean, I'm, not that I've had. You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm I'm speculating. There's various mm. factors that go into it. Mm. Okay, number twelve. Get to know her orgasmic symptoms Woo. to become even better. I like that symptoms. <laughs> yeah, these women and their choice of words are very unique. 
Oh, I'm having an orgasm. I gotta see the doctor. Quite. What quite, are the symptoms? Quite different. Doctor feel good. <laughs> doctor feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Number thirteen. Don't don't let go of her clit when she starts to orgasm. The, well, again, hmm. it depends on the woman because some women that they find that too much. So, it, it know your woman. I say that before you. You know, you, you might try that, but <laughs> be prepared to it for it to be too much. Well, I would say, you know, to tell you to stop. I, I I agree with your general thesis on that, but I think the the key word in this sentence is start. Like, mm-hmm. if it's just starting, mm-hmm. that's when a lot of people are tempted to give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know about a lot. I'm saying mm-hmm. I would imagine. I've heard stories mm-hmm. that people would kind of be like, "Oh, I'm at the promised land," mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just you need to kind of see the 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 project through. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a whole different kind of. <laughs> That's a, that's a whole different situation really there. And what you're talking about a lot of times is if it takes her a minute to get there. No, no, no. I, that too. But yeah. I'm talking about even when it's starting, sometimes if you stop too soon, it'll be like fizzle. Mm, mm. It'll fizzle. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Number well, 14. What? I was just saying, if it gets to be too much, that's usually when the head gets pushed away or <laughs> they, they turn over and, and, and uh, you know go into the fetal position or whatever. Right, but they said don't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just got to be careful with. Yeah, but when she stop. starts, when she starts, I think again the key word is start. Once once you're re- once you're done, that's when you get the head push. You're not going to get the head. No, push. that's no, that's not <laughs> no, that's not always true. There's some that's during that do not want you to continue right i said during not you, you got i'm trying to make a fine differentiation between the very start and during it's a fine point so anyway there. learn your woman and it's yeah <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i think you're convoluting the topic uh the cherry on well the, cake. the vagina is a convoluted organ yeah. that's why we have a whole <laughs> article <laughs> on it <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> um actually actually i believe we had this discussion before and it was said that that wasn't the case and also now that you brought that up we also had a topic here before where it was we were told to men stop saying that you were uh that, that you like doing it and it's rare and all that stuff and at the very beginning of this article that's the very first thing that they say that men hardly do it or it can be rare or whatever whatever, whatever no it says good or, it says good a lot of men do it a lot of not a lot of men do it well mm. that's the distinction that's an indictment yeah. well well Hey, I've had a lot Sounds of respect like for all that the guys out. who like to, to I like to eat pussy, but then there are too few. There are too few of you out there. Too few. Now we specifically had a conversation about this about <clears throat> with the uh, I believe it was the one about myths about sex. Stop saying that because it's not true. Stop saying what? Stop saying that that there aren't guys guys don't or you like to eat eat it and there's not that many guys that do it or whatever or that it's like a Who's rare thing. That? Well again, I I, you're, I think there's a Women said it. Women said it in the article. I think there's a finer point. She said all you guys who like to eat pussy because there are too few of you like to eat. Like again, I feel there there's a lot of guys who do it. Mm-hmm. I think there are fewer who enjoy I think there's a lot of guys who do it cuz they know their woman enjoys it mm-hmm. and there's a di- you can tell the difference between someone who's doing it because they like it and someone mm-hmm. who's doing it for mm-hmm. you. Obligation. And you appreciate both, mm-hmm. but you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. And then there's even fewer out of the people who like to do it who are great at it. So I think this article is trying to elevate everyone's game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like to do it, it's going to be harder for you to get to that excellent level. 
That's what I think. Yeah, yeah bullshit. <laughs> How is it bullshit? That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's that's just you trying to cover up a contradiction. It's a straight up contradiction. There's, where's the contradiction? It, I don't see any contradiction. Well, I will have to pull it up <laughs> since nobody can remember any show past the last one that we did. Obviously, we do this all the time. We talk about shit that we talked about on the show previously, and then Charlie Bell has amnesia about it. No, I think that even then, we have different distinctions, and you blur it all into one, and then when I kind of come back and say, no, this is the distinction, then you try to, like, dismiss it. Right, okay. Yeah, it's my fault. No, right. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying that I don't think that's I got anything, it wrong. It's not anything different than... It's all right. I'll find the audio because unlike most of these, I know where this one is. Okay. So I don't have 100 shows to dig through to try and find it. I know about where this is. So I will find it, and I will bring it to the show next time. So, But I don't know if it's going to do any good because I'm sure you'll be able to explain it away. <laughs> all right. Number 14, Cherry on the Cake. What is that... Cherry on the cake. What, is, what does that mean? Some women like to have their man rub and enter their anal section <laughs> with their finger while they are being eaten out. Did that come from you? Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I did write that. Okay. I, I, okay. I wrote that that part of the article. Okay. They called me up and asked me okay. my, you know, uh, you're like, this expert. Is, you're like these <laughs> are my notes. <laughs> I I, uh, I had I had to fax it to him, which I thought was really odd. <laughs> but they wanted a signature, so I guess uh, a signature and, and a, a notary a notary stamp on there. So yeah, I'm cool on that. I don't I don't do ass play. Mm-hmm. Uh, number fifteen. After the orgasmic wave, keep making love to her quietly. All right. So there you go. I'm gonna make love to you, and I got nothing to say. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna talk like Barry White the whole time. Actually, that's Dino's gift. He can talk like Barry White. <laughs> that's all right. I'm gonna start doing Cosby shit. You're taking my material. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, in other swaggy pee news, how to get your swaggy pee high? Did y'all know y'all could do that? I like this. You like you like that? You like getting your swaggy pee high? Have well, you tr- it's it. Mm, mm. Huh? What? Speak people up. People use. <laughs> what was that? People use <laughs> herb for different reasons. Some is to get high, and mm-hmm. some people are for pain relief. True. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. from a woman who deals with issues associated with being a woman mm-hmm. on a monthly basis, this sounds fabulous because I could sure use a break from the ibuprofen and all of the right. anti-inflammatories that create holes right. in your mm-hmm. stomach. So yes, true. Yeah. And for those of us who have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so there's a, there's a new product called Fiora Relief. It's a suppository that's made from organic cocoa butter, mm-hmm. um, carbon dioxide distilled THC oil, mm-hmm. and CBD isolate. Cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, show and off. That's the ones that mm-hmm. don't get you high. That's right. the ones they use for the for little pain. kids who have the seizures and the right. babies who can't have the THC. Right. right. The high part was just a joke. Yeah. Um, Great. So insert... But Just it does like, actually get you high. Well, no, in the there. THC no, part it does. The THC part gets you can can get you high, and it does. But the CBD part is what the, addresses yeah, the pain. The pain. Mm-hmm. 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 So you insert just like a tampon uh, to deliver the medicine directly to where it is needed most. You can also insert it in rectally if need be. Charlie Bell. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you all up in my asshole? And I'm the one that said I don't even get down like that. <laughs> I don't get down like that either, but <laughs> so you put it in your asshole. 
No, I don't need one either. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently this is nothing new. Um, Way back in the turn of the century, women women were using uh, uh, opiate suppositories. Dip in the the, the opiate. Mm -hmm. Except then they were, it was like, they were using it to get high as well as sure. extra benefit of a relief from menstrual cramping. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were tr- they were trying to get high. They said that was like the the method of choice for a lot of uh, the um, upper middle class women. Mm-hmm. They just um, they they were too prissy or whatever to walk yeah. into an opium den. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, this is classier. Yeah, it's yeah, classier to stick it in your cooch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and nobody knows. Nobody right. sees it. Yeah, right. right. Very discreet. There so. you go. But I mean, not to be joking though. My my. Um, I think I have talked to you. I have friends, you know, close friends mm-hmm. uh, who are in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. And so I've done a lot of research about um, kind of the, the, the scientific uh, issues associated with cannabis mm-hmm. use. And there's so many different compounds that they're just learning about. But mm-hmm. the CBD is for sure a powerful one. Mm-hmm. And I've heard really amazing testimonies. And unfortunately, there's not enough, like, clinical research to back it up because mm-hmm. it's still um, a Schedule One drug, mm-hmm. you know, under the federal government. And so they can't technically do a lot of research but i mean we need clinical trials to back this up because i've seen Mm. so many people with different types of aches and pains and suffering that are really getting relief from this i I believe it and just so you guys know this product costs 44 dollars, and as charlie bell did say this it is it is not yet approved by the fda Mm -hmm. um so just letting you know that this is informational and it is not a recommendation you know talk, talk to your doctor you know, before using uh, Fiora Relief uh-huh. with uh, any other medications. And and they need to start the clinical trials that Charlie Bell mentions in Colorado, where there is kind of a mass mm. wave of parents who have children who suffer from seizures and mm-hmm. different kind of stuff moving there because yeah. they can't get the drug for their child somewhere else. Yep. And their testimony is that Powerful. their kids are going from 50 to 100, 150 uh, seizures a day to a couple. Right. And that's a huge difference and that's right. a big deal. And we're talking about babies. Here. Yeah, especially because the seizures have lasting developmental Absolutely. effects on the children. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. huge. It's not. You know, drug policy in this country is so fucked up. And, um, well, they have to make money. I'm wondering you know what it's like works. to have Regulation. sex with the swaggy P that's high on THC. So they also have, I mean, I've heard this from a friend. I don't know this firsthand, mm. but this same company has a spray that's for um, let's really? see, recreational use. And I, it's effective. It's not... Like you uh, spray it in your face? No, or? on your oh, on I, your swaggy pee. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, where are we spraying this? <laughs> but it's like, uh, all right, it works. Okay. So I heard, I've heard. Oh, okay. Works. I was gonna say, is this from personal? Yeah. Right, okay. Right. I wouldn't. I mean, well, I, I mean, you wouldn't know anything. No, about I wouldn't. That. I, mean, I, just, I obey the law <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'm a law-abiding citizen. That's right. She didn't even know what that was until we told her what the topic was going to be. I kind of look it she up. Did, she had to do her quick smart girl <laughs> exactly. studies and learn about it. I believe uh, PMS has been eliminated and eradicated in Denver. So. <laughs> Probably. So Swaggy D implants are a real thing. Well. Oh. Yeah. That's got you got to put Kenda got, Kenda got something to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Damon. <laughs> 
Yeah, and get a little pouch. Swaggy D implants are a real thing. What? And they start at a size large. They go to no. large, yes, large, extra large, and, and what? double XL. Magna large? I mean, what? Double XL. Okay. Well, who's going to get a small implant? Come on. True. Well, That's exactly what the, the well, doctor said. Yeah. Nobody's okay. going to get a small. Like, what's, what's the point? What's the point? Should, right. Shouldn't it come in one finger, two finger, or three finger? <gasps> So how are they doing? I mean, are they putting something in it and making it? Str- I don't uh, understand so, what's going on here. Is it stretch? What if it's small? Well, if I shut and the they fuck up for two seconds, I'd be able to tell you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a silicon sheath that adds two, adds up to two and a half inches or so to the shaft. A sheath. A sheath. A so does that mean sheath. the shaft will? All shafts will stretch at they least up to they, two let, and let a half stop inches. You. Let me stop just, you. Let me stop you. They didn't go into. Okay, I need to know. Inquiring by. minds want to know. Do you know? <laughs> well, you y'all asked what an inquirer when we was talking about eating pussy. Because I don't need. You didn't to know say how to shit. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> just quiet as a mouse. Because I don't need. Now you can't shut you the fuck up. Because this is a personal interest. Hello. Who's the private dick that gets? So you have no interest in having your. Shaft eating out, you know. I just don't need the lessons in it. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> no, we were doing a public service. Yeah. We don't. We don't need the lessons. Exactly. I don't Other need people. lessons either. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need implants either. Well, I mean, if are we you did, sure? if we did, oh yes, <gasps> I am for sure. I'm just kidding. Do you know it was just a joke? Oh, um, <laughs> if we only did what I needed on this show, there wouldn't be a whole lot covered. So. <laughs> That ain't what this is about. Well, he's like, I'm trying to help you out, Reed. <laughs> Are you trying to help out Ike? <laughs> I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Anime? <laughs> Eat the cake. Eat the cake. Yes. It's so big, it's like a foot is in, in your, your mouth. mouth. Oh, you nasty. Oh, oh, you nasty. Uh, so yeah, for thirteen thousand dollars, wow, uh, bargain. a relative you, bargain. And, okay, and this is a this is approved by the FDA. By the way, this is something that is uh, they've done tests. I wonder and what it's the clinical on. trials look like. <laughs> okay, let's move on because Kenda is just lost. Good lord. <laughs> no, but honestly, like I don't know how to. I think, is, I think this is. I think this is. Honestly, I was really thinking like it is a huge issue for some people, and um, you know they always say size doesn't matter, and that's true above a certain kind of baseline. <laughs> yeah, and there are people who are below it, and they don't get a fair shot in yeah. in the game. So I think this is good yeah. for men. I don't think this is bad. I mean, I don't. I hope it's comfortable and safe. Like I don't that's know. What I that's why I was just trying to understand like well, just, how it works. It, we know I, how breast just, implants. How do you? Well, like, I just think about breast implants, and you know, there, there's always a risk of nerve damage with, uh, oh, with breast implants. I, that, that's what would worry me about penile implants is at the risk of. And uh, this nerve is silicone. Silicone? Yeah, yeah, and that's they're having, already having problems with breast implants that are silicone well, with the that, free floating and the. Well, that's been that's been uh, proven to be uh, more a myth. Really? Than yeah. yeah, it's been. Hmm. It's, it, it, yeah. I think there are some people that would argue that though that yeah, are well, yeah, they, currently going through that. They will, but they 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 Real thought, Housewives of, of Orange County, <laughs> yeah. Yolanda Foster. Yeah. In fact, she well, just had a surgery to remove hers, and the yeah. doctor who is an expert on this well, in Ohio you, found that doesn't mean that there aren't any that have gone wrong. I yeah, mean, no okay, matter what enough. you get done, mm-hmm. you know there's. It can, it can go left. But it's not about it going wrong. So. It's about that silicone can have an effect on the body that's right. dangerous. And right. so if this if it's a, if it gets out for some reason, I mean, you're talking about 
you know, I, I don't know. I mean, mm, something right. bursts. I mean, you're doing more with that than you're doing with the breasts. I'm just, I'm just, my yeah. mind is going places, you know? Yeah, basic, ba- basically with, with uh, breast implants, they say that the, um, <clears throat> that the incidence of the problems that they said they were having, uh, the, 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 uh, I, I don't remember exactly. Well, there's two different prob- main mm. problems associated mm. with breast mm. implants. There's capsular contraction, okay. which is very common, and mm. pretty much every woman is eventually going to have mm. it, which is okay. why you ha- you're supposed to replace them every, every 10, ten years. years. Mm. And that's basically just the scar tissue, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. overly hardening mm-hmm. and around the implant. Right. Right. But then yeah. there's also autoimmune mm. issues mm. where that, that's, that's systemic, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. that's where the it's not that they've proven it's not happening. It's that the, the, the it, it's inconclusive, okay. well, it, right? It, it doesn't. So, it doesn't. The autoimmune problems don't occur at at, at any higher rate. That's it, it occurs at the at, 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 yeah. Women with breast implants don't have any more incidence of autoimmune disorders than people in the, uh, that don't have women that don't have right uh, because it's a yeah right. It's very common. However, the specific type of autoimmune there are specific characteriz- characteristics of the type of autoimmune. Um, problems that these women are having that aren't common. In other words, mm-hmm. you know, a typical autoimmune disease is like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, mm-hmm. MS, you, you know, and these these problems that these women are having with these breast right these these women are these problems that these women are having with these breast implants, they're not necessarily fitting into this category. So yes, there's a that's why it's inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Statistically, they can't show that it raises, but they also can't show that these women who are experiencing these problems that they can't find any other solution for that it's not associated. Yeah. So, I think I, that goes back to all the issue with fibromyalgia in general and those kind of autoimmune diseases where people can't, can't pinpoint where the problem is coming from. Yeah. So, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dino is just wrong. I know because lupus is hilarious. Yeah, yes. right. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Almost as funny as sickle cell. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Well. Shout out to Johnette. No. Oh. <laughs> what? Delete. We 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 just was it the same thing in front of her sitting right in front of her face when she was right here on the show. So don't act like we like doing something just, out of line. We're just playing, dude. <laughs> but people who not listening don't know that you like going ooh okay. like no and I'm okay, like okay audience we're just playing <laughs> <laughs> alright oh so um, Bow Wow says for female fans to please mm-hmm. stop sending him nudies mm-hmm. unsolicited nudies to a man hmm wow yeah. told you guys Bow Wow he put it on Instagram. Yeah, aka Shad Moss, mm-hmm. who is uh, he actually made the plea on Facebook and Instagram. Might did it on Twitter too. Women, start sending me your right. swaggy P <laughs> uh, photos. Well, yeah, that was the first like the first comment underneath was like, "You can send them to me instead." <laughs> so, well, I mean, obviously he hasn't been paying attention. It goes down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's saying leave me out of that shit. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Let's get on to our Ask the Average Guy. Okay. Um, Yakinda, mm-hmm. can you please read from our the question from our listener? Dear Shiznit Show, 
My father's recently got out of prison and was deported to Mexico. My mother's father. And my mother's father. Pardon me. Thank mm-hmm. you so mm-hmm. much. I appreciate that. See, he's got my back. Mm-hmm. He had been in jail for 20 years, almost in my entire life. I'm 22. While he was in prison, I wrote him several times, hoping to connect with him. But I never got a response. Not even an acknowledgement in his letters to my mom. When I'm asked if I have any grandparents, I usually say I only have two grandmas. My father's father was the only real grandfather I had, and I loved him dearly. He died in 2003. The problem is my mom wants me to call her father grandpa when I don't even know the man. In my opinion, the title of grandpa is earned and not automatically bestowed. Am I being unreasonable? And what should I do? All right. Uh, Let's start with you, Kinda. I think you should do what you want to do. And I, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't live life by, there's two ways of seeing this. And I, th- and I think I mentioned that, um, when we were um, briefly discussing uh-uh. this before. So, um, there's two ways of seeing this. I think one, it can be a respect thing for mom, you know, just because you want to honor your mother and that's what she wants. But the other thing can be simply stepping to her and saying, I don't feel that way. And I'm not comfortable with that until I forge some sort of relationship with this person. So I can kind of see it on both. Thank ends. you, Charles Dickens. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> he was the best to grandpa. He was the worst to grandpa. <laughs> Tale of two. Grandpa. <laughs> Wheezy, what say ye? I do not think she's being unreasonable. The man has shown that he does not want to be part of her life, or from what she has written, it appears that he does not want to be part of her life. So uh, I don't care. You know, it, you know, I would just do what I wanted to do and um, call him George or whatever his name is. <laughs> Charlie Bell, what say ye? I mean, yeah, basically. I mean, I think that... Um, this is this is about obviously her conflicted feelings about her grandfather, but I think it's also about trying to be true both to her mother and mm-hmm. to herself. And, Pleasing mom, right? Which I think mm-hmm. kind of talks, you know, a little bit of back to the the guy who left or person who left Christianity. It's like we we have a tug between you know what the duty that we're expected to do and what as adults we evolve to want to do. You wasn't here for that. It was on the interwebs. She listened. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Big props. I'm just letting you know. I know. I hear that you listened to the show because you wasn't here for that. And right. I know you had to hear the show. You had to listen to the show in order to hear that. So, so I think that, um, look, every adult has to make these decisions for themselves as they grow up. And so I think the thing is you want to be sensitive to your mother. But as an adult, you have the right to make the decision for yourself and, and do what feels um, safe and comfortable, and in, and have and has integrity for you, mm-hmm. and so um, I, I get the the struggle on both sides. But do the struggle is real. The struggle is real. The grandpa struggle is real yeah, in these right. streets. But I was saying one more thing is that uh, with the grandpa, I mean, this isn't to excuse him, but I think whenever somebody is rejecting you, one of the things that kind of helps you heal or move past it is to kind of put yourself in their shoes to mm-hmm. an extent not mm-hmm. to overly mm-hmm. empathize mm-hmm. but i mean your grandfather's been institutionalized right. you don't know what he's been through mm-hmm. you know what kind of trauma he's been through and a lot of people who come out of the system they don't want to be close because those relationships are painful mm-hmm. it's extremely hard for them to sometimes they don't feel worthy right that's what i'm saying that he we don't know what is going on in his mind yeah. don't take the rejection personally yeah. he's been institutionalized mm-hmm. right. so um you know that could potentially help you Detach somewhat from the label. It's just a label, one way or the other. I agree with Charlie Bell. Shocker! <laughs> Shocker! Never hear those words come out of my mouth. <laughs> nah, not for real. But yeah, I, I agree with Charlie Bell for the most part. Um, number one, um, 
it's a request that's coming from your mother. You don't have beef with her, uh, assuming that you know she was a decent mom and all that or whatever. Uh, it's not a it's not a huge thing. Um, he, you know, whether you feel like he's your grandpa or not, or you guys have that relationship or not, he is your grandpa. I mean, technically, biologically, he is, biologically, right? No matter what, that he is. Um, so yeah, so basically, I say. Um, Give him, give him a chance, you know, get to know him and see how it works. And then if it doesn't work out and you don't like the dude and you feel like he's not a good grandfather or not a grandpa or whatever, you can always stop calling him grandpa. But I say for now, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt, get to know him, give him a, give him a chance. And like Charlie Bell said, he has been institutionalized and that fucks people up. Mm-hmm. Bad. So uh, that had have a lot of a lot of, to do with why he did not respond to your uh, male, and it could be other things. Could be he didn't get them, or it could be other reasons. But anyway, get them, give them a chance, and then de- then make a decision after that. All right. So there you have it, straight from the Shiznit crew. All right, and uh, looks like we got uh, one piece of mail today. You've got mail. Okay, this is Baylor the Great uh, with his response to me uh, responding to his comment about not going to the King, the King Parade because shit be popping off. Dino, Dino Red, this is BTG. Now look, I know you went off, <laughs> but you got to understand where I'm coming from. When I say certain shit, sometimes I don't, I don't explain it because quite frankly, you can't explain a lot of shit in 140 characters sometimes. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, in my experience with the King Parade, I've always bumped into some some bullshit. Now, you may not have witnessed it or even been in the area that has happened, but there's always some bullshit going on at the King Parade, whether it's around it or in it. And like I said, this was this is stemming from my younger my younger days back in middle school and high school where we used to catch the bus to the King Parade. And we always dealt with bullshit. Most of it came from dealing with the gangs that's in the area. So that's what I was really talking about. And I'm not from Ontario. I just live out there, my nigga. So that's basically what I was saying. And, and, and don't get me wrong, Dino, you're an OG. So I'm pretty sure you don't either you don't pay attention to it or you don't just don't see it or, you know what I'm saying, you're not in that area, but... The times that I have gone, majority of the times that I have gone, no matter if it's minor or major, I've experienced just 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 bullshit. And it comes from the younger people. Now I'm not saying it's older people out there getting drunk and yada yada. No, no, no. They there to see the parade, the whole nine and things like that. But I've dealt with a lot of BS with the gangs and shit out there and I and I always you know, it always bothered me, and I, and the reason why I brought up the Crenshaw Mall is I, and that's why I don't know if I hit you on Twitter. Like I hope you, you know, be careful out there because this generation is he's about the dumbest, and not, <laughs> it's no shot at anybody who got kids because I got kids, but it, this generation of kids is about the dumbest, and they shot that poor, you know, they shot that poor girl over there by the mall, and I'm just saying it doesn't necessarily have to be. 
in the parade or, you know, it's just around and always got something to do with the King Parade. It's always some bullshit going on. And that's what I was basically saying. That's why, you know, a lot of people that did understand and did agree with what I was saying was because they witnessed the same thing. Like my friends will agree with us. We just don't go. It's not that saying that I wouldn't go anymore. But I'm just saying some that's the, that's always something I'm thinking about when the King Parade comes around. Like, man, do I really want to go this year? Because the shit that we've experienced, you may not have experienced, but we have. So, no, the King Parade is legendary and it's fine. Everybody go. I'm just saying for the people that I've known, that I grew up with, that I went to school with, and a couple of other people that I've talked to say that sometimes I just don't go or I just don't stay that long because there's always some bullshit. So that's it, man. And your mama should have raised you better. And that's it, you know. Explanations goes a long way. This is BTG. I hit y'all back up. All right, Baylor. Thank you for that, sir. Appreciate it. Much appreciated as always, bro. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Almost forgot. Uh. Now we have uh, our segment "Chisnit on the Street" with Salon Sanchez. Check it out. The Shiznit. The Shiznit. The Shiznit. Hey, Dino and the Shiznit crew. This is Solange Sanchez with Shiznit on the Street. And today we're here in Times Square. And I'm talking to folks about, do you conolingus? Well, do you? And I'm here with Saint. Hey, Saint. Hi. How are <laughs> Hi, you? Saint. Good. So I have a question for you. Sure. Do you conolingus? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. So are you, uh, do you conolingus? Sure. I like the cuddling. You like the cuddling? <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do. Hey. Oh, is it? When do you do? We'll be like when 65. You, you know, I like the cuddling. <laughs> Breakfast, after lunch, after dinner. So then do you consider yourself a conolinguist? Yeah, speaking tongues. Oh, yeah. All right. That's, all right. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, Saint. So, uh, so let me just ask you a question. So, how do you make it exci- like? How do you make it exciting? Like, how did, how does one become an amazing conolinguist? I think it's about spontaneity. It has to be random. You know, you sort of you know, pick inopportune moments, maybe while they're cooking, maybe while you're sleeping. I think they call that rape, homeboy. My favorite. <laughs> oh yeah. <Just> saying. <laughs> if, if someone's sleeping, does that make it different for them? Does no, that it makes make it, it right. Exciting? Are you more excited when someone hopefully so she's going to wake up? up at some point. Um, That's not rape if she likes it. Up, right? <sighs> Surprises. A gift. That's what Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> said. Mm. That's what Bill Cosby guys, said. Guys, like an expert at it. Really good. He's amazing. Um, okay. Any other pointers? You think? What do you, how do you spice it up? Like, how do you make it different so it's not always the same thing? Right. Bo bo bo. All right, and uh, all right. So that is it. Now it's time to recognize our birthdays, and we have two weeks of birthdays since we missed last week. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride out. Even if we only go. Special birthday shout out to Leonard L Brothers Media. 
Happy birthday, brother. Steve Silverman. Happy birthday, bruh. My man, T. August Wilson, formerly of the What Up Though Show. You need to start podcasting again, brother. What's up with that? Uh, Mike, Mike Poindexter. Akita Nalu. My little cousin, Brittany Richards. Happy birthday. Uh, Vanessa Carmichael, my neighbor and next, uh, my next door neighbor and friend. <laughs> and uh, our super friend, Peaches. Happy birthday. Jessica Allen, happy birthday. Slink Johnson, Black Jesus. Happy birthday, my nigga. Lots of birthday sex to you, for real. Uh, make sure you park that Red Sea, bro. <laughs> Tracy Sandell, happy birthday. That would be Black Moses, sir. <laughs> uh, Rissa Marie, happy birthday. Joel Pitts, happy birthday, little bruh. Chanel Lee, happy birthday. Doug Ramsey, Lady Rowe. Another podcaster. Nicole Kennard Walters. Happy birthday, sis. Rochelle Bender, Lady Rowe. Hey. Um, all the way from India. Palak Piri, our number one Indian fan. Happy birthday. Um, Rochelle Moore, my niece, who's almost shares a birthday with me. Happy birthday to you all. And my little guy brother, Sean Reed Sr., happy birthday to you too, sir. Wishing all of you guys from the Shizne crew lots and lots of great birthday sex. You know, before we uh, stop the birthday sex movie, uh, the birthday sex song, I just want to uh, give a shout out and a happy birthday to my nigga, Dino Red. Dino Red is 75 years old. <laughs> young and spry. <laughs> it's that coochie that keeps him alive. You're looking young. It's good for your skin. It's, it's, the, it's the fountain of youth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you, guys. All right. So uh, with that, that is the end of another episode of the Shiznit Show. We thank you guys for riding with us. Thanks again for tuning in. We will see you all again next week. In the meantime, share the show on all your social media. Your, twiz, your Twitter, your Shiznit, I mean your Shiznit, <laughs> your Facebook, your Instagram, and everywhere else where you hang with your people online. Let them know about the Shiznit show. Uh, so for Kenda McGee, for Damon Louise Stanford, for Charlie Bell, I'm Dino Red, and I'm saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like right. you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.